right now. Okay, let's talk more than one person at once. Oh, everybody, right. keep talking. Keep talking. Everybody, talk and talk. Well, levels will be gets keep their on. finisher. <laughs> well, we already talked about what we did over the weekend. Well, it wasn't recorded, so it doesn't matter. No, on the last episode. Oh, but should we ask Mike what he's been up to lately? Sure. Everyone. The excitement never stops. Welcome to the return of Dick Guillotine. Ooh. Back from his Professional tryouts. wrestling journalist. Back from his tryouts at a certain wrestling brand. Yeah. That uh, will we go don't know unnamed. which one. Well, it'll but go they unnamed. Are quite, it's an elite wrestling promotion. Yeah. Yes, I've had to sign a uh, non-disclosure agreement Okay. Uh, at gunpoint. Ooh. Wow. Yeah. Well, that means that it, it's really, it's invalid if you signed it at gunpoint. So you but can it, tell us. But what if, like, he's the only one saying at gunpoint and everybody else says, oh, no, voluntarily. He mm. insisted, actually, on doing well, it. interesting. Yeah. He insisted on it being yeah. at gunpoint? I, I had to sign my name and that I did not sign this at gunpoint. Wow. That is that is drastic. What have you been up to? Uh, talk about Dark that? Side of the Ring. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know how elite it was, but it was, uh, it it was, was a week of... It was impactful. Ooh. It was... <laughs> W W amazing. Wow. Yours is <laughs> subtle. As all things consequences. Uh, that was subtle. Why, it was a ring of dishonor. Why don't How's we do, that? Is that why better? Don't, why don't like, we, I, I can't I can't say what happened. All I remember is the uh, the flash of gunmetal and the ringtone of Lemmy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. So let's, you also got spit in the face, you felt that. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah. Let, let's every just, every sip of water. Let's <laughs> let's let the audience know who we are and what's going on. Welcome once again to we the don't second even know who of we are three. What's going on? Uh, NHP goes to the TV. Well, so goes to the TV. So far, three, but well, three very special episodes, I would say. Yeah, uh, but yet another special on episode. Dark Side of the Ring. Dark Side of the Ring. On Dark Side of the Ring. Yeah. The Viceland documentary presentation of the the mysteries and awfulness of professional wrestling. The mysteries and awfulness. Yeah, it, it's been pretty awful. Should we drop in? Um, the Unsolved Mysteries theme to really yes. creep everyone out. That is the wrong thing. We dig up Robert Stack. He's still alive. He's kicking. No, he's not. Yes, he is. He's looking hotter than ever. Okie doke. Robert Stacked. <laughs> uh, why don't you let the audience know who you are? Well, you didn't even do your intro. Well, I'm Rob. Okay. Okay. Who are you? I am COO, CEO, CBO, GM, Executive Producer, Creative Director, Cheap Heat, The Villain, Constable Cass. And wow, our returning—it's it's, it's always hard to follow. Yeah, yes, yeah. it's very hard. Well, just wait. This is just the beginning. <laughs> I'm taking over. Thank God. Yeah. Thank God. So yeah, Mike Dick Guillotine, uh, Rick O'Shea. No, I'm sorry, Rick Shaw. Rick Shaw. Rick Shaw. Rick O'Shea. Rick O'Shea is your brother. Rick O'Shea is my brother. Yeah, <laughs> Wait, the Alliance of Ricks. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Rick Flair's your dad. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Though it's spelled differently, he wanted to add a. He wanted a little flair to it. Yeah. Oh! Hey, oh. <laughs> Charlotte, she Charlotte is. is not a part of it at all. <laughs> no. no. Adopted. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
Great job, everyone. No, she's like she's like Nebula. Like every time she failed, she gets surgical enhancements. <laughs> Speaking of Nebula, what did you think of uh, Avengers? Now that we can talk no about spoilers. it, no spoilers. No spoilers. Uh, before it was no spoilers because no, it's we still hadn't no seen spoilers. it. But no, the Russo brothers said after Monday, spoilers were allowed. Yeah, two weeks. That's all you get, folks. That is not. Well, That's we're accurate. not going to be which, the ones. Which coincided with the, the Spider-Man trailer drop, mm-hmm. where we got to see that how upset he was over the death of uh, Hulk. So th- they they excused their own spoilers? Yes. Is that what yeah. happened? Well, they excused Marvel spoilers, yeah. Mm-hmm. Dicks. Dicks. They can yeah. afford to be dicks. They've got sure. fuck you money. they got man. Disney nice. money. All right. I also heard they're adult Disney fans. Ah, oh, gross. Yeah. The wait, worst people. The wait, worst now, people. do you mean like fans of... Disney. Adult Disney productions, or no. just adults who are fans of Disney? Have you ever met an adult Disney fan? You'd probably know what we were talking about if you had. Yeah, they collect yeah. the pins. They go to um every weekend. They're childless usually. They're usually can be seen wearing matching sweatshirts and jorts. Yep, Ugh. scrunchy socks. Yeah, and the husband's got Winnie the Pooh, and the wife's got Eeyore. That mm-hmm. they're they're the sweatshirts. Definitely, there's yeah. definitely an Eeyore sweatshirt on one of, one of the two. Yeah. yeah, yeah, or those... Steamboat Willie classic t- t-shirts. Yeah, you know. when they really want to class it up, like for the nice dinners. Or those you, you weird like brothers Willie. and sisters who have like never really Ooh. been romantically attached to anyone, but they still take those Disney vacations together. Ah, poor thing, Cer- Cersei and Jamie. <laughs> All right. I, let's let's get let's get into. Oh, I the... forgot you don't watch Game of Thrones. No, oh, one person in the world. I think there's another one. I don't know of any. It's the it's the Cersei to Mike's Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> Boom, incest. <laughs> He's saying that you uh, fuck your sister that also doesn't watch Game of Thrones. <laughs> Excuse me, wincest. <laughs> but his sister we already established is Charlotte, and she's adopted. Ooh. So yeah, that makes it makes it better, right? Better. Not a lot. <laughs> it's not a lot better. But if you're not related by blood, then it's fine. I I, I said it's uh, no, it's not fine. I it's mean, it's better. Fine. It's, it's not just fine. Technically fine. It is not fine. I mean, it's better. Bonus if you're the parents have split up, but if they're still together, like who cares? You're not really related. Yeah. Yes, it's better in the sense that like getting punched in the balls is better than getting kicked in the balls. But neither thing is good. No, they're both great. No, they are not good. Well, well, <laughs> or, we've, or, we've already established what you do with your adopted sister, so. Or, or, or would they just kind of grab your balls by the base and then just take like a flat bottom shoe and just kind of like. Oh, well, that's. Charlotte does Well, that's you. That's all, all you. All right. All right. So, uh, Constable Cass, you just poured out some. Thank you for the beer. Uh, mm-hmm. Tasty adult beverages. What are we enjoying today? Tonight we are having Bolero Snorts, a uh, king cake inspired imperial stout. And it is an imperial stout with brown sugar, cinnamon, nutmeg, vanilla, milk sugar, and lemon zest. And a plastic baby, right? Mindy? Yeah, they put those in the cakes. This one has a little bowl of voodoo doll. Mm. Seems to be um, voodoo sorcerer. Oh. Yeah. Very muscular. Woo. It seems like he's got, he was modeled after Drew McIntyre's body, mm. I think. Well, that is a very tasty and strong beer. That is They're a, out of Edison, nice, New Jersey. Oh, New Jersey. Drinking Mac- all local Hooray. tonight, because we've got a couple Hooray. more beers out what here. What else is going Drew McIntyre's on? body and the guy from Heavy Machinery's face. Yeah, it's a really hot combination. You wouldn't <laughs> think that it would be, but 
when you put them together, we'll Photoshop it up so everyone can see. Drew and Otis? Really t- yes. Drew. Drotus. Yeah. Drotus. Okie dokie. <laughs> and what, are you, what else are we drinking? I am also having Dogfish Heads Slightly Mighty, a low-cal IPA. Okay. It is delicious. 3.6 carbs, 95 calories out of Delaware. But they say they're out of Philly, so we'll mm. give them a pass. But now I guess they're out of Boston. So That's true. And also, <laughs> Forgotten Boardwalks. Like, we could go an episode without having a Forgotten Boardwalk beer. Uh, what, what the butler do? saw, it is the undressed wit, an ale brewed with spices. Mm. Cheap thrills on the boardwalk. Oh, yeah. Loose <laughs> women, I think, is their thing, their slogan. Hot beers, loose women. Yeah, that uh, <laughs> sounds about right. <laughs> Tepid room temperature beers and loose women. Uh. It's a ringing endorsement. It's a ringing endorsement from Constable Cast. Uh, what do you think of that uh, Bolero snort there? It is less stouty than I thought it would be. Mm-hmm. It's a. But can you taste the Bolero? I can. I can taste a lot of Bolero in it. It's full. You can taste a lot of booze too. Yeah, it's very yeah. boozy. I don't know what the percentage was on this. You didn't even thirteen. I don't know. I made that up. It is ten point seven. Ten point seven. So it tastes Ooh. like booze. So it's like a baby beer. Yeah. I only drink 20% beers always. Ah, truth. That's, now the truth this comes This locale out. IPA is a 20%er. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, so today, uh, we're talking about two more episodes of Viceland's Dark Side of the Ring. Dark Side of the Ring. The Killing of Bruiser Brody and the Last of the Von Erichs. Uh, what did you think here, Constable Cass, of these Ooh, two? These were some... Parts three and four. Doozies. Yeah. It got really dark. Let yeah. me tell you, coming off the first two eps, where they were still dark. Yes. Yes. Miss Elizabeth. Miss Elizabeth did die. Yes. As did Macho and Man. Did Macho Man as well. And then the next episode was the mm. Montreal Screwjob, which, meh. Not as dark. Not as dark. Not as dark. Not as dark. But... They took it real dark with Bruiser yeah, we Brody. Went straight, we went straight into the darkness with yeah. Bruiser we Brody. We can't come back, We didn't I feel really like. come back with the last no. of the And I, the next episode is another murder one, I think, so. Yes, there is another murder <laughs> one. I hopefully they're ending with like a feel good story yeah, for episode six. Sorry, hopefully yeah. we'll have to see. Oh, the last one's going to be the mystery of uh, the Bella's increasing bus size. Ooh. Oh, what happened there? Yeah, it's a mystery. It's a mystery. Uh, Constable Cass, did you know anything about Bruiser? I knew um, his name. Okay. I knew he was hardcore, and I knew he died. Okay. Like, by murder. But that's it. I did not know the story. And let me tell you, talk about Superstar Shake-Up. I was <laughs> a shook. <laughs> I, I've been shooken for the past two weeks following that shake-up. The and heart I'm shooketh. Continued to be yeah, shooketh. More shaking. Yeah. Mike, what did you... Uh, I knew nothing about it. My first impulse upon seeing the uh, the lead into it was it was this Craven the Hunter looking fuck, who also I wrote down remind me of he could be Elias's dad. Okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. In certain pictures. In certain pictures. He had his hair pulled back in a video, and I was like Elias. <laughs> but uh, but unlike the uh, the Macho Man, uh, he he had very distinct like separate personalities or separate personality from his in-ring persona yeah macho man lived that gimmick to the full extent that is true but uh as far as bruiser was concerned uh, he only had that second personality like with in the wife. locker room and with his wife like yeah. even when he stepped out of the car to leave her and get on the airplane yeah she saw she that transformation he immediately changed so this was still a time 
when these guys were keeping everything a secret. Yeah. Just uh, just hard to see him like getting on a plane with like the chain and the That's spotted true. fur vest. Well, this is before two thousand, so the oh yeah, anything goes. A lot different. Every anything. Yeah, goes. you could. Yes. It was a lawless time. Oh yeah, you were smoking wild, on wild planes. Yeah, plane. cleaning your gun. Pretty wild. Our major players on the uh, Killing of Bruiser Brody episode we had hosted by Mick Foley, who idolized Bruiser Brody. We had Tony Atlas, Mister USA, Dutch Mantel, and Abdullah the Butcher. They're going to be the main ones telling our story. I, you know, I had never seen Abdullah the Butcher until the opening of the episode yeah, where they okay. introduced him. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they showed him from the side and, you know, on the walker. It's like, wow, yeah. this guy like fell the fuck apart. Then they showed him in the past. It was like, wow, he was always a pear shaped fuck. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's the thing with these old wrestlers. Like, you see them now and you're like, well, he really let himself go. But then you see their old videos and you're like, no, he didn't. He He was always let go. Yeah, there was a very different time Mm -hmm. in wrestling in the 70s where you just had to weigh a certain amount. Yep. But it didn't matter what the physique looked like. That's true. As long as you were 275 plus, you're in. You would be in. Yeah. It's kind of like baseball. Like, one one of the biggest names in the history of baseball, Babe Ruth. Was just a big fat slob. Oh, that's true. Big fat load. Yep. And yeah, now look at them. They're all kind of slender, muscular guys. Mm-hmm. I mean, tight butts. Tight butts. For sure. All the butts are You real don't even tight. really have to go back as far mm-hmm. as Babe Ruth. There was that mid 90s Phillies team. Well, him too, but there was an even more out of shape Phillies team that oh, McGuire. went to the. World Series, McGuire was never a Philly. Mark McGuire? No, not a Philly. Philly. Are you thinking of Mark McGrath? Oh, Mark McGrath, that's what I was thinking of. I was thinking of John Crock, who was the one that said- Oh, John Crock, with the uh, cancer face. I'm not a a role model, I'm a baseball player. And that whole team of Phillies was pretty much fat guys. Yeah. Like well, they weren't as fat as Abdullah the Butcher, but they were not athletes either. It was. It happened to be like a lot of players were on strike that year, so they just went down to South yeah. Street and they were like, yeah. "You fatties hey. want to play baseball?" Hey, hey, drunk guy. Yeah, you want to play baseball? And they all said yes. What do you know? Yeah, Turns little out, insider information. They were really good. They were a good baseball team. Yeah, but yeah. yes, now they just they just found guys who like failed the police academy exam. It's like, wow, you guys are dumb enough to sign Bottom any of kind barrel. of contract. Yeah. <laughs> That's a rough team. Yeah. yeah. But they, what it was. They were all handsome, though. The I'll give owner them that. really wanted to sell the team to another <laughs> owner in Florida. Mm-hmm. And she, I saw a documentary about yes, this. I saw a documentary about this, too. If she knew that if the team lost enough games, they'd drive away the audience and ticket sales would go down, that they'd be able to sell the team. See, what I... Th- had heard happen was an old guy this old drunk guy um started coaching and then he let his stepdaughter on the team okay and then a guy a kid that was like riding a moped around for a while they he let him on the team and they were kind of like bad news but they made it to the championships in japan wow yeah wow it was a crazy Phillies year. Crazy times. Yeah. Crazy times. And neighbor, they had a giant dog. You thought the dog was mean. Turns out the dog is nice. Was the guy blind? He was blind. I've heard of but him. But he was yeah. a friend of Babe Ruth. Mm. What do you know? It, it comes full circle. Was he also a big fat load? Yes. He uh, was a big fat yeah. load. See, I heard that there wasn't even a ballpark until a guy just like mowed down his entire cornfield oh to build goodness. one. It's all true. Right down on Broad Street, he <laughs> mowed down all the corn. All the corn. That's all true. <laughs> 
All true. That's why you never straight hear about Philly facts. corn anymore. No. Alleged? All... No. We all lost... straight facts. We lost all that sweet Philly corns. <laughs> Great job, guys. There goes the moonshine industry. Everything's going really well. Should we get what? Let's get back to uh, what so the original name was the Philly Cornholes. Yeah. Yeah. Like what? Wait, no. South Street has dibs on the cornhole. Yeah. We've got to, we've just, we'll just stick with Phillies. Yeah. All right. So, so Bruiser Brody. Bruiser Brody, he was six foot seven, 357 pounds, allegedly. Yeah, allegedly. Yeah. That um, is not correct. People would run from him. Because he had a chain in his hands and also and he two was a by wild fours man. and yeah, chairs. He, was a crazy person. he had wild hair, yes. wild beard. They it, start right off right away with telling you the date that he dies, yeah. where he dies, <laughs> yeah. and then get into the story. He wished they didn't do that. Ruined it. Ruined the ending. Spoiling okay, okay. it right away. Well, the, the name the, of the episode, I know the episode is title called is the, the Killing of Bruiser yes. Brody. And you did know that Bruiser Brody was murdered. Yes. So. But to some people that maybe didn't know. That's true. They could have called it The Life of Bruiser Brody. Yes. They could have. Yeah. And then, or just called it Bruiser Brody. That's true. Mm-hmm. Bruiser Brody's last match. There we go. Oh, goodness. I'm glad they didn't call it that. <laughs> that's, that's not good. Not nice. So, uh, so we start out with Mick. Okay. Who I was really excited to see. Yep. Everyone loves Mick Foley. Mick never had a match with Bruiser Brody, but always wishes he did. Yep. He idolized him. He wanted to be just like him, and you can really see that now. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yes. It is understandable. Yeah. Tony Atlas. Bruiser was not jumping off at houses to get attention, but. No. But he did have a sock on his hand for the, a good third of his that, career. And he probably wore sweatpants a lot. So uh, it's what I know Mick Foley for. His sweatpants, hot socks. sweatpants. His ass looks so good in those sweatpants. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nothing like cups an ass better than sweatpants. It's all true. <laughs> no alleged here. That is straight facts from Constable Cass. Oh, uh, then we also saw Tony Atlas, Mr. USA. It's true. And Dutch Mantel, who had a That's crazy true. mustache and beard. That's true. It was I he it looked like he was going for style, but it was kinda unkempt. I don't know. He looked like a crazy person. Abdul the Butcher, <laughs> we already talked about, who was Bruce Birdie's in ring nemesis. You know, what, you know Dutch kinda looked like a Yosemite Sam cosplayer in the off season. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like he had trimmed his beard and he's growing it back out for the upcoming season. Mm. He's gonna dye it red. The off season of Yosemite Sam cosplay. Yeah, like when you're not doing Comic Con for a little while. Okay. Makes sense. Makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Warner Brothers is kind of laying off the character actors for. And the first for, ones for the to go. Fall are, or for the winter. The yeah. ones from like the, Yo, Samity, Sam, the 50s yeah. that nobody true. recognizes. That's true. Yeah. No one knows any of the Looney Tunes anymore. Well, first off, I do. I loved the Looney Tunes. Okay. But you're the last of the diehards. Yeah. Like, I, I, even on the Disney offseason, like, they let go some of the more obscure, even versions of their characters. Okay. Like uh, like Hitler Donald Duck. Mm. Not a it's Never true. seen in the winter. So ne- out, he gets no work. No love It's a shame. His Duck. poor nephews starving. His poor Nazi nephews are starving. <laughs> Hitler youth. His little leglets. Yeah. yeah. So in 1989... Uh, right? 89? Uh, this 88, was uh, 88. 88. Uh, Bruiser Brody goes down to Puerto Rico. He has Puerto ha- Rico, wow. He has for a few years had a real life feud with... Jose Gonzalez. Jose Gonzalez. And, well... That's who he has a feud with. Yeah. But also... Uh, Jose is part owner of the Puerto Rican territory with uh, Carlos Colon. Carlos Colon. And I couldn't think of his first name. And Bruiser has been making a lot of money in Japan and wants to buy. No one gives an actual number, but it, it sounds like a majority half, share. 
half of Carlos Colon's shares, which would make him uh, a majority owner. I'm not yeah. sure. I think they said that it was whatever, however much he was going to buy, he was going to be a majority owner. It would be enough for him to fire Jose Gonzalez. Yeah. That was made clear. And I feel <clears> like <throat> they didn't say that this was what was going on, but you know that that was kind of, it had to be just to spite Jose Gonzalez. Like, how can I... Oh, yes. Fuck this uh, guy it, over. I think they made it quite clear oh, that did, he wanted to fuck over. See, Jose I think they Gonzalez. were hinting at it, but I was like, maybe I'm just reading too much into it because I'm very spiteful. <laughs> I, I think that <laughs> I, I think that the they said that he was wanted to fire Jose Gonzalez. Yeah. He either tells Dutch or uh, Tony mm-hmm. Atlas that as soon as he buys these shares, he's going to fire Jose yeah, Gonzalez. That was mm-hmm. mentioned, which is. I don't think it's because he he thinks Jose is a bad wrestler. I think it's because of the bad blood. Mm. Mm-hmm. Essentially, he's sitting in the locker room with Tony Atlas, and uh, Jose comes in and calls him to go over to the, the to the shower, shower with him to, for a private talk. And he thinks it's about their upcoming about match. The match. Yeah, which you know, nothing to be alarmed about. No, pretty know, normal. Pretty yeah. normal. He's just holding a towel. Yeah, just but hey. He was in the shower, so yeah. Come yeah. on, come on in the shower. I want to talk to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, I've, I've had a lot of business deals go down like that. Yeah. I often do deals in the shower. It's like, I feel like people are more honest when they're mm-hmm. nude in the shower. Hmm. I, uh, we did skip over the fact that when Tony Atlas and Bruder Brosi got there, uh, Carlos and Jose and somebody else were sitting around kind of shady style. Yes. They weren't. They, they were essentially uh, quieted up when they heard them walk in. Yeah. And they were yeah. dead quiet. Whispering in Spanish. Mm-hmm. Uh, Just like when Rob life. leaves the room. Yes. <laughs> it all makes sense. Neither of you understand each other, but no. both whispering in Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> it, it basically... So he goes Bruiser over... goes over to the shower. He goes over to the shower, and Tony Atlas just hears Bruiser yelling. Yeah. And, yeah. So he thinks that he got punched. He sees him, like, doubled over, and he thinks... BB got punched in the stomach. Oh, man, it's going to be a fight. Yeah. yeah. So he thinks there's going to be a fight. And then he sees Jose lift the knife up over his head. Mm-hmm. And Tony runs over and pulls um, BB away. And the knife actually, like, cuts BB's hair, his ponytail. Cuts that off, according to Tony Atlas. Which seems I, I, very martial arts movie-ish. I think that there might be some hyperbole there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he's, he's trying to emphasize how sharp the knife was. Thirty plus years of telling like this story. An eight inch. Yeah, blade. a few a few details yeah. tend to they could be off. So he falls to the floor with Bruiser Brody and Cologne runs over well, I think it was Cologne. Or, it was. or it the was other Carlos it was Cologne. Cologne. Mm-hmm. And he pushes Jose into the shower and he's blocking everybody from going in there. He shuts the door. Mm-hmm. And people are totally confused and they don't know what's going on and they don't know if it's part of a skit. Or like some something to do with the wrestling. Yeah, they call the cops. It takes the cops forever to get there. They call an ambulance. That takes forever to get there. Yep. Tony insists on going in the ambulance with mm. Bruiser Brody and gets to the hospital. They're basically not taking any stabbing. They don't care because yeah. it, stabbings are nothing to them. Again, I think that might be yeah. that might be some Tony Atlas slipping in there. Yeah. And uh, so he says he literally had to stop a doctor in the hallway. Pick him up and carry him yeah. to um, show him Bruiser's guts. Guts. Yeah. yeah. Tony had mentioned he was holding in 
uh, Bruiser Brody's intestines mm-hmm. while they were laying on the floor in the locker room. Yeah. And Brody was just telling people to take care of his family because he knew he was going to die. Yeah, it's crazy. Clutching a picture yeah. of his son in his hand. Yeah. Because he was right before he got stabbed asking Tony, who is an artist, a glorious artist, I've seen his drawings, um, to draw a picture of his son for him. Mm-hmm. And then so the doctors so Tony sew him up. And talks to the doctors. They say that Bruiser is going to be okay. Yeah. So Tony goes back and wrestles his match. Yeah, he says he has a two-minute match with Iron Sheik, but in the ring, he tells Iron Sheik what happened, <laughs> yeah. and Iron Sheik gets pissed and leaves. Yeah, when they're in a lockup and their heads are close to each other, uh, they're whispering about what happened, mm-hmm. and apparently the whole locker room thought had been told, apparently by Carlos and Jose, mm-hmm. that it had been a, a fan stabbing. That That's what people are telling the police. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Dutch Mantel was offering his thoughts and prayers earlier. Yeah. I forgot to mention that. Yeah. Well, uh, Tony Atlas was doing all the work. Yes. According to Tony Atlas. Yes. <laughs> yes. I think Tony Atlas has a very high opinion of Tony He's, Atlas. Yes. I think Multiple, uh, Tony Atlas has uh, rehearsed this He's been telling it's this story very, for 30 years. Yeah, it's very red. It's like he's written it down quite a few times. So, yes. Bruce Brody, yeah. Several EMTs could not lift Bruiser onto the stretcher. He so had to school. <laughs> Tony Atlas reaches down and cradles him in it his turns out mighty arms. Tony Atlas could curl Girl. over 400 pounds. He it gets and heavier and heavier I as the story goes pictures. on. I saw those pictures, and he looked he was very a Mr. muscular. Universe, wasn't he? Mr. USA. Mr. USA. Yeah. Yeah. Couldn't quite make it to Mr. Universe, I guess. Yeah. I don't want to make too much fun of this guy. He did watch his friend die, yeah. but there's some hyperbole in his <laughs> story. And us, we never, never. exaggerate any Anything. stories. We never Anything. lie. Straight facts always from us. Yeah. Always. That's why we can make fun of people that exaggerate their stories. Yeah. So later the cops come get Tony's story, uh, tell him that they're going to have him come back for court and they're going to have Dutch come back for court. So they go back to the United States mm-hmm. and so they, wind up hearing on TV that the court case has already happened. Tony Atlas never hears from anybody in Puerto Rico and uh, Dutch says he received a subpoena to show up in court, but it took like 10 days to get there. It was there. 10 days after the yeah. the trial. And the trial was done the and he had, had already come. been released. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I've heard multiple different versions of that story, most of which say that both Tony and Dutch got late subpoenas. Mm. Uh, but maybe Tony has changed his well, story. Well, if maybe I the were the corrupt Puerto Rican police... Maybe, maybe <laughs> the facts have changed. If I were the corrupt Puerto Rican police, I wouldn't subpoena him. Well... W- wouldn't you subpoena him late? the The idea here is that Maybe. not that they, not that they got caught in the mail. That they no, they did send the subpoenas like the day after the I trial. Mean, you already have the statement. That's true, and that's all you need to say. We already got a statement. Oh, that was the that was the police statement, not necessarily yeah. the court statement. The court statement, yeah, yeah, yeah. And what these guys are alleging is that the Jose got picked up by the police. By the police, he went to the police station. He got bailed out by some millionaire. He didn't say who. Um, I don't think anyone knows. Yeah. And Ted DiBiase. <laughs> Man. This is a, like, this yeah. Is, this is a, a crazy story. Yeah. Um, that is not factual. <laughs> was it Ted DiBiase Jr.? It, it was Virgil. <laughs> that is not factual. Virgil. Not Virgil. Sweet, sweet Virgil. Mm. That's um, why he's had to sell pictures in, <laughs> at, at Comic-Con forever. <laughs> 
working off that Jose Gonzalez debt. <laughs> so Jose Gonzalez has never served any time for this. No. Uh, never. He just got away. He with did doing not testify. It. His testify. his lawyer claimed that it was self defense. They didn't bring any of Bruiser's friends in. No one basically testified. Yeah, with no one to contest trial. it. So, so somebody um, eventually. Oh, it was uh, Cologne's wife called Bruiser Brody's wife, mm-hmm. um, who flew into Puerto Rico with her son. Nobody was there to pick her up at the airport, yeah. but she happened to see. I think it was was a Dutch Abdullah the butcher. Oh, Abdullah the butcher. At the airport. Abby. 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 And I didn't know who she was talking about when she said it. She just happened to run into him at the airport, and he's the one that told her that um, Bruiser died. Yeah. And so she didn't know how to get him back to the U.S., uh, because I guess Tony Atlas wasn't there to carry him. So they had to have a memorial service in Puerto Rico and have him cremated there. It was very small. But... When there was only one set of footsteps, that's when Tony Tony Atlas Atlas was carrying you. (laughs) Um, because he can curl over four hundred pounds. I kind of feel like that might be too offensive. Do you think that's too offensive? No, it's okay. dark. It's dark. It's dark. This yeah. is the dark side of this the is, ring, man. It, this it, is the dark side of the dark side of the <laughs> ring. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, uh, essentially, scary pro wrestler is murdered by less scary pro wrestler. Mm-hmm. I don't know the guy with the the guy with the knife is the scarier pro wrestler. That, that is me. true. I mean the character, but, the oh, less yeah. scary character. The knife was never found. The That's knife true. disappeared. Yeah, you can't prove it was a knife. Yeah, hasn't been found to this day. Um, and, and no, no justice in, has ever served. For people this. in Puerto Rico at the time, probably still, believe wrestling is real. So they believed that this was a, a real wrestling yeah, this thing. Scary monster guy, and that it was self defense. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy. Which is not crazy. Um, we did see that Bruiser Brody did eventually have a Japanese memorial because he was really big in Japan. And that was attended by like seventeen thousand fans, which and is the wife crazy and son. huge for yeah. eighty eight. Yeah, crazy. But, huge. I mean, he was uh, could the reason be like he was so huge in Japan just because the average height is like five foot two? Probably they love a giant monster. Yeah, wrestling is much bigger in Japan as well. Mike. Yeah, because well, yeah, they're all taller. That's yeah. Well, okay, just just keep going. <laughs> they love Godzilla like figures, and Bruiser Brody. If any human was Godzilla, it was it him. would be Bruiser Brody. Yeah. I guess so. Like I've seen That's why Godzilla. They like Van Vader as well. I think Godzilla swinging that chain around, hitting That's people with two true. by fours. That is true. Yeah. Chasing the audience, mm-hmm. going nuts. So, yeah, like that's pretty much the whole story. Like, the only thing they would love more is his son Jeff in a Bruiser Brody mech Ooh. fighting Jose. Mm. We could make that happen because Jose. Nothing bad ever happened to him. He still wrestled. He he's doing appearances kids at kids' birthday parties. parties. Yeah. He, he was within the past five years inducted into the uh, Puerto Rican Wrestling Hall of Fame. Piece of trash. Garbage. God, I hope the hurricane took that out. I I don't. And I don't know if there's an actual building. It might be like the WWE Hall of Fame. It just exists in someone's imagination yeah. and a set of rings. And the Colognes, <laughs> their family is still wrestling for WWE. Mm-hmm. The, the in sons. fact, Carlos Colon is in the WWE Hall of Fame. Yeah. Uh, Ugh. Well, yeah. There was uh, there was quite a bit of protest when Carlos was added to the WWE I Hall of Fame. I would think so, but Vince by people that cared about this. doesn't care about no. anything. No. No. 
He'll do whatever he wants. And I feel like the more it pisses people off, the more he wants to do it. Yeah. So, yeah, this at this ending. Yeah, I it's was sad. There's nothing shook. good to nothing say about this. happened that was good at all the whole episode. It was very dark. It is yeah, the it's darkest dark. by far. Yeah. And. Well, we haven't gotten to the last of the Von Erichs yeah. yet. Because that is pretty dark, too. That is true. You know, this was a well, pretty was unenjoyable two hours. <laughs> yeah. You know? I mean, it was enjoyable in a sense that a story, but when you realize that these are two real life stories, it's not mm-hmm. very enjoyable. Yeah, these Good are all real do- people. This is not happy. Yeah. So let's move on to the last of the Van Arix. Uh Yeah, we're gonna go light with the last. The <laughs> last of the Van Arix. Uh Yeah, you know what? We'll move, we'll move through this kind of quickly. <laughs> the curse of the Van Arix. <laughs> the curse of the Van Arix. Von Von Arix. We they keep were... saying Van Arix. It's Von Arix. Is it Von? Yeah, it's Von. Uh, well, we're yeah. saying they're German. We're... We're saying with the Philly accent. Honestly, in my head the whole time they were the Von Trapps. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The hills are alive. With the sound of wrestling. (laughs) With the sound of wrestling. It's just chair shots. Well, not here. There's gunshots here, but. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. So the last so long, Von farewell. Is, um, oh, my oh, no, no. <laughs> oh my goodness! Oh my no. goodness! Going in the woods to die. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, that, this guys. Uh, trigger warning for our friends out there. This one's getting dark. This, very dark. If it very gives fast. you any indication, they start off by saying they were the Kennedys of wrestling. Ooh, so Jesus. it gets it gets dark. You know. They said that to imply that they were popular, popular, like the Camelot part of the Kennedys, but... No. No. It works both, both ways. Parts, yeah. <laughs> it's a double entendre yeah. over there. I've heard it both ways. <laughs> so, Kevin is the last of the Von Erich brothers mm-hmm. that originally uh, contained Jackie, Davey, Kerry, Kevin, Chris, and another one. Mike. Mike. Uh, the kind of special one? Oh. I think he was uh, challenged, right? Well... In, it's not clear what he, he was before the accident. Well, no, they said that he had brittle bones and asthma. From his asthma medication, yeah. yeah. But I, I don't know what that is. You know, brittle like, bones. Like no, I know like that. Mr. Glass. But, I mean, <laughs> and that's a very bad thing for a professional wrestler. Yes. Why are you saying that with a smile, then? <laughs> but I, I don't think, like, I don't think he would be that weird. In real life. Like, if he worked at a desk job, I don't know, you the, could have asthma that makes your bones a little bit weak, you'd be fine. The, no one would be throwing picture, chairs at you. The pictures of him, it kind of looked like he also had some mental problems. Well, they, they all did look like look like their parents were siblings. I don't think that they were, well, but uh, it wasn't. But still. Fritz. Fritz. Patriarch. Fritz von Erich, who and played now. A Nazi in the ring. Now. He was usually just portrayed as a German. Uh-huh. He didn't come out with like a swastika flag or well, anything. His son, but his own him. son did say say that he was playing a Nazi. So, yeah, yeah. beating uh-huh. up the Americans. Yes, Be- that, but these kids, was it six brothers, grew uh-huh. up in a trailer. Yeah, a yeah. moving trailer. A moving trailer. That's a very tight space. And yeah. like. these people aren't doing well nobody well even not doing well i mean that's just that's not a lot of like that that's a recipe for not not just um 
Yes, there's six boys and they all have one bedroom. Yeah, so no, 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 I'm not, it, not a yeah. gay thing. I just mean sociability wise. Oh, yeah, they're yeah. too close to each other. Yeah. And the bedroom is the kitchen table that pops down. Ugh, yeah, it's not great. <laughs> it's not great. <laughs> it looked like a very small trailer. And like nobody in the doc mentioned it. And I'm not sure if it actually happened, but the dad seemed very abusive, uh, very controlling, uh, at least. I don't have any proof there's no one proof. way or the other, but. You have to assume that some of these wrestling guys are not nice to their families. No. I'm not going to say abusive. No. But they're not, it's not a happy I'm not father saying, like, hood, you, know, you know, like, but forcing your kids to be, now they didn't say they were forced into being wrestlers, but they, but they clearly were forced, forced into being wrestlers. Being wrestlers. Yes. Yeah. And I think that they do in, at least imply that, you know, I'm having and raising and training and grooming sons to be professional wrestlers. Yeah. But it, we have to take it Already account, dark right from the jump with that. Account that. It's all they had. They, these guys that own these promotions, they know that they can be the biggest promotion in Texas, but they're still going to live in a trailer in a trailer as the biggest mm-hmm. promotion in Texas. This is before national TV deals. There isn't as much money in wrestling yeah. as mm-hmm. there once was. So having your one of your sons be your main good guy and one of your sons be your main bad guy means two less people that you have to pay. Yeah. So it, it is a, a legitimate plan. I get and, it. But I mean, it it was just a very dark beginning. Oh, yeah, a very yeah. dark story. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So Jackie is the first of the Von Erich sons mm-hmm. to pass away when he's about six and his younger brother who becomes the oldest of the wrestling brothers, Kevin, mm-hmm. is about three. Uh, Jackie is walking home from school by himself, which he must be in kindergarten. Yeah. First grade. Something like that. It's not that weird for the time. It's snowing. He tripped over the trailer. He like- touched some part of the trailer that electrocuted him. Which caused him to fall down face first in the snow, and he drowned in the snow. Which which is is insane. Fucking horrifying. Yeah. Yeah. Horrible. Uh, Mm -hmm. And uh, Kevin describes, now he may be repeating family stories, but he describes seeing his parents crying at three years old. Yeah. Very distressing. He has to be repeating it. You don't have memories that young. I don't think you do, but. No. (laughs) um, So the boys grow up, they become. Davy Curry and Kevin are wrestlers. Mike, mm-hmm. Chris, Mike and Chris are not really wrestling yet. Yeah, no, they're younger. But uh, Davy Curry and Kevin are the leaders of their father Fritz's uh, wrestling promotion. They they're becoming are very popular huge in, in, in Texas. Texas. Yes, um, the girls go crazy for them. They're heart. They're throbs, muscular and blonde. Panty droppers. Yeah. It's Beatlemania. They describe getting scratches when they're like walking through the crowd from all the mm-hmm. ladies. Um, so Carrie was the star. Okay. David yeah. was the best performer, and Kevin was the best athlete. Okay. And then Mike and Chris were also there. Yes. That's how the, that's how <laughs> that Eric described gen- it. Yeah, that is that is basically <laughs> what they described. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then they jump right into another death. Well, yeah, it it sounds like, well, so they didn't really do a great job of describing what the NWA, the National Wrestling Alliance, was mm-hmm. at that time. But essentially, every promotion, which would be, there was about a dozen spread throughout the United States and Canada and Mexico and Puerto Rico. If you were a part of the National Wrestling Alliance, you would also have the opportunity to wrestle for the National Wrestling Alliance uh, title. Mm-hmm. 
which was a national title that moved between the promotions. And Davey had just become the National Wrestling Alliance yeah. champion yeah. about a week before he left for Japan. Yeah. <coughs> um, he um, goes to Japan, but the night before he left, he was feeling really sick and throwing up. And his dad said, you have to go. Von Erichs never miss a match they're scheduled for and sends him sick. Which is crazy. And they get a call in the middle of the night Mm -hmm. that uh, David passed away. Surprisingly, Bruiser Brody showed up, found David in his hotel room dead. Mm. Um, And it turned out that he had an intestinal infection after the autopsy was completed. Uh, There is is heavy speculation (laughs) that there there were drugs involved in Davey's death. uh, Bruiser uh, hit all the pills like a good wrestling friend would that is that is the word really just of, a good friend in general of, uh one rick flair, flair is the one that says that bruiser hid the drugs well if anybody knows about drugs yeah. anybody knows about hiding drugs <laughs> but kevin maintains to this day that in fact it was at gastroenteritis mm-hmm. so the japanese fans were heartbroken That's true. he was apparently really huge over there they had a huge service there. They had a huge service in the U.S. The schools let out early. The Texas legislator was closed for the day. Um, they Elton John wrote a song for it. Yeah. Yes. The Yellow Rose of Texas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Goodbye, Yellow Rose. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, Candle in the ring. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> I think we've got our episode title. There we go. <laughs> So Kerry becomes the champ of uh, the Von Erichs wrestling. They have a huge memorial um, event, yes. a wrestling event, which uh, Ric Flair is going to lose the NWA title to Kevin. Kerry. Kerry, yeah. sorry. Uh, and the entire crowd is excited. That's all they're there to see. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, what did they say? 42,000, I think? Yeah. It was like the, the 42,000 plus, yeah. yeah. The largest wrestling event at, at that time. Mm-hmm. So... Probably the largest wrestling event before WrestleMania won. Yeah. I would assume. Uh, Curry is now the champ, but they don't have enough Von Erich brothers for the Von Erich stories. This part, so, it's a little bit of levity in the story, I feel <laughs> like. They threw it in there so and we a, could take a, a little bad breather. Plan, <laughs> uh, Fritz Von Erich hires another blonde muscle guy just to <laughs> pretend to be one of his sons. And they call him the, Lance. They call him Lance Von Erich. <laughs> The fans are not pleased. No. Carrie uh, and Kevin are not pleased. <laughs> they did They did not believe that this was a wonderful <laughs> idea that their father. So uh, uh, back to your abuse allegations. <laughs> this does sound like an abusive father. Yeah. Ah, one of my kids died. Let's hire a new one. Yeah. Uh, yeah, not great. Uh, one year. He had to move into the trailer too. Oh. Kids, here's your new brother, Lance. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> He had to get teach him how to goose step. They beat him into the family. You think? <laughs> beat it. Eventually, eventually, Lance, uh, Lance is asked to leave, and they just say, "Oh, he wasn't our brother anyway." And people are pissed. And then so. people are pissed about that, which yeah. makes sense because you're wrestling the ones that fans told us, are assholes. Yeah, you're the ones that told us he was your brother. Why would we like you better for that? Fickle fans. And they bring up Mike Von Erich. Mm-hmm. Mike was not built for wrestling. He was, he was too small. And Cassandra thinks he may have been touched. <laughs> uh, 
it, and eventually he breaks his arm in the ring Ooh. in uh, Tel Aviv. He gets he goes for surgery, and it looks like everything is going to be fine. But by the time he gets home, he's got a massive staph infection and toxic shock syndrome, Ugh. which is not good. No, but somehow. He survived. Well, somebody in the room brought out a Bible and slammed it down and said, God save this boy. And then yeah. 30 that was seconds the, uh, later. That was the um, the referee guy oh, okay. that's telling the story yeah. at some part. 30, but but like anybody later. who's like who's got a foot going towards that uh, light at the end of the tunnel, mm-hmm. he came back wrong. Yes, he came yeah. back You see in the so interviews. Yeah, yeah. He, that was Joy Summers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The the ground's gone bad for <laughs> it was very pet cemetery <laughs> yeah, yeah for yeah. sure and uh, he, he was didn't... like hitting cars like punching yeah, cars not punching red lights yes, yeah punch just punching things uh, inanimate <laughs> objects everywhere were in danger <laughs> eventually he's arrested for drunk driving and a marijuana possession while he is already on probation for drinking and drugs? I'm not I think exactly so. sure what they didn't would... really say, but. Uh, and he winds up uh, committing suicide after his arrest. Yeah. Um, so he missed, he missed an event. He missed an event. And nobody and knew what no happened. No Von Erichs ever miss an event. No, according never. According to Fritz. Yeah. And they eventually find him in the woods. Yeah. It's very sad. Did they say what happened to him? Did he shoot himself? Yeah. He, no. He no, took pills. No, that one overdosed. Yeah. Yes. He took pills in the woods. A lot of them go to the woods. To die. Yeah, this is this is a very upsetting yeah. story. A very upsetting family. So, without missing a beat, they, Fritz brings up uh, Chris, the, last, the youngest of his sons, the last of the Von Erichs. Yeah. Well, not the last, last, but the last one to not wrestle. Yeah. And uh, Chris comes up. He has health problems. He's challenged. Oh, this was the challenged one. Mike was not. He just wasn't a good wrestler. Uh, yeah, and he doesn't. He doesn't appear to get better after his uh his toxic shock syndrome. Oh no, he gets much worse. Yeah. There's a demon inside of him. For him. It was not God that brought him back. <laughs> uh, yeah, but you can tell he's he's yeah, he did not come back. In that interview, he's not there. No, he is not. There are words coming out, but he's when not. When they when um what's the main one, Kevin? Kevin is the survivor. Yeah, one, when Kevin's but... saying, "Oh, so Mike looked very hollow." In the ring, and then they show the video of him, and he's yeah. just sitting there. He's gaunt and gray. Staring ahead, yeah. yes, totally yeah. gray, for his big return. Yeah, it's not good. Not good. So Chris. Chris, the Is youngest. the one with the health problems. Yes, The he brittle bones. Problems. Yes. And asthma. Yeah. And he's too small to be a wrestler in the 80s. Mm-hmm. He might be too small to be a wrestler now. Yeah, he looked really small. He was small. really not, not built. Mm-hmm. And he's, I don't know, there was no real explanation of what went wrong for him. He's just driven to suicide as well. Well, he breaks his arm, and he apparently had been suicidal for a long time, they alluded Mm -hmm. to, because he tells Kevin that he wrote a suicide note and left Uh, it at the house. And Kevin goes back, leaves him in the woods, goes back to the house. Poor Kevin. Like, yeah. I understand that you don't have a lot of social skills, but if somebody tells you they wrote a suicide note and you say, are you going to be fine? And they say, I'm going to be fine. Yeah, he's like, Take yeah, I'm not going to come back myself. to the yeah. trailer. So Kevin goes back and asks the dad, does, does Chris, Chris have write a history sui- of suicide? I feel like the dad at this point was obviously checked out and he didn't care anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, he had his own problems. Apparently he had brain cancer and was losing his mind. Not so good. Kevin goes back to the woods to check on Chris. And he's not quite dead yet, 
he sees him on the ground. He thinks he took pills, but he like touches his head and he shot himself in the head mm. and he dies. Yeah. So dies, I guess, in his arms. So after that, for a good another good moment for the family, Carrie, very brief. Uh, Carrie is called and asked to join the WWF. Mm-hmm. At the time, the biggest uh, wrestling company in the world mm-hmm. it continues to be the very biggest wrestling company in the world. Uh, but Somehow. about a week before he's set to go on TV, uh, Curry gets into a motorcycle accident and badly injures his right leg. Yeah, he had to have his fucking foot removed, and he didn't tell anybody for five years at WWF. Well, it apparently he doesn't tell anybody for basically his entire career. Only yeah. his very closest friends know that he he showers with his boots on yes. so that people won't see him this barefoot. was... Of uh, the craziest part of a cr- two crazy documentaries is this, and he, he used they show parts where he's sh- jumping off the ropes. It's it doesn't look yeah, like he's crazy. missing a foot at all. Like what did I want to know? What was in the boot? Did he have a prosthetic leg? I, uh, a he, prosthetic does, foot? he does have a prosthetic. Okay, foot. yeah. Like, I think it's just foot. I, I balled up newspaper. Yes, newspaper in the boot, and he was just landing on a stump. <laughs> like, <laughs> and in other interviews, not on this, but other interviews with Kevin. He, there's another scene in there that they kind of gloss over here is that there's the accident and his foot is badly mangled, but they basically attach it and put the, sew the tendons back together. And then here's the part that they leave out. Apparently he wanted to walk again so badly that he walks too soon, crushes his ankle again. And that's when they have to amputate. It's crazy. Crazy. Yeah. But that Kevin didn't mention that this time. But he in, has said it in the past. Yeah. In the so in WWF, while he's wrestling with no foot, he goes by the Texas Tornado. They don't they never bill him call as him a Bonari. Yeah. He has drug problems. He hangs with Mr. T and other rock and rollers, they say. Um, he's on a lot of pain pills. Obviously he's missing a foot. Yeah. Um, he gets arrested again for probation violation. Um, his so wife is threatening to leave him. Drug charges on a probation yeah. violation. He talks about killing himself, and Kevin's like, "Please." He tells he tells Kevin that that Chris is a true badass for being able to kill, kill himself. himself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That so, sounds like somebody with a drug problem. Yeah. In February of 1993, Carrie goes to the dad's ranch and hugs his well, dad. Well, we, we left out something that Carrie does. He invites Kevin to. Get their forty-four rifles and move to Alaska with him, yeah. where no one will ever find them. Yeah, <sighs> and Kevin agrees. Yeah, Kevin agrees before Carrie. Go ahead. So he hugs his dad, leaves in a jeep with his dad's forty-four, and then Carrie goes to the woods and he shoots himself in the heart. Oh Jesus! The parents then split up because the mom is blaming Fritz for everything. And I would too. Yeah, the Look what you did to your whole sense. family. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's now one son left out of the six. And he moves to Hawaii. He so Fritz then, who has full blown brain cancer at this point. Ooh, the, is, yeah, I left this part. Points out. a gun at Kevin and tells him he should kill himself. And then no, he never killed himself because he was like too much of a coward. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, he never had the nerve to do it. And so Kevin said he had to run out of there. And Your brothers escape. were much tougher than you. That's <laughs> Your brothers wouldn't run shit. from this. Yeah. That is some crazy shit. So then they bring up the curse, the family curse, mm-hmm. and Kevin doesn't believe it because he's a dumbass. They are cur- because cur- he, cursed. Because he's alive. Yes, but they're cursed. And, I mean, okay, go ahead. They're cursed. Yeah. Dude, there's five out of the six, and the dad died from brain cancer. That's 
six out of seven of the wrestlers. Okay. Now, there's two more now that are coming up who the sons. Kevin's sons. Sons were signed to um, MLW this week. I feel like this is the curse striking again. Something bad is going to happen to these two. Now, there was also a daughter who was left out. That's uh, Carrie's daughter. Yeah. Mm -hmm. She was not in it, but she used to wrestle as well. Yeah. But she has since retired. She wrestled for like three years because I guess she wasn't that good. She went to WWE in 2007 and was released from WWE in 2007. Almost immediately, yeah. yeah. But her three years are with the uh, the beautiful people, so yeah. she was a pretty big deal. She was a big deal, yeah. Lacey, Lacey Impact, Von Erich. Yeah. But the seems... only person using the Von Erich name at that time. Yeah. So. It seems she escaped the curse, though. Yeah. But these two now, I fear for them, they're cursed. But at the end, uh, Kevin, Kevin. Kevin, he has... A tree in Hawaii that he likes to sit in, in the woods, because they, for some reason, are drawn to these woods. And he seems happy, even though he's lost everyone in his family and is cursed. Yes. It does seem to have, like, a decent plot of land in Hawaii. Yeah. He's just kind of, you know, walking around barefoot. Grandkids run around with him. Yep. He seems to be doing fine. At least it has a sort One has a happy ending, I sort guess. of. Yeah. Sort I of? don't know. They didn't really get into his personal life too much. It so wasn't very, It wasn't super happy. But he also seems... But he does live in Hawaii, so... But he also seems... He talks and looks like somebody that did a lot of drugs and fucked them, their brain up on drugs. Yeah. Just in, like, you know, they... Like, pe- ex-drug addicts have that shaky voice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or just, like, someone who's on, like, a shitload of lithium. Yeah. Because everything up until now has been pretty it's fucked pretty up. Pretty bad, yeah. All right, so those were pretty dark episodes. They were really dark. What did you think, Constable Cass? Did I mean, you enjoy it? I did enjoy them because, unlike the other two, it was kind of new stories. It was new stories. Yeah. Um, it was something that two stories that weren't as popular as the first two. I get why you had to lead with the really popular stories, really draw people in. Seems to be working for Viceland. It's their biggest rated thing ever, and they're coming out with a spinoff called The Wrestlers, where they're going to talk about uh, weird indie stuff now. Yeah. Which we'll probably cover. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. They're going to talk to some voodoo wrestling. They're going to go to Lucha, a couple other things. Cool. So, very interesting. So, in are that. you looking forward to uh, the last two episodes? The last two. So, Gorgeous Gino, the murder of Gorgeous Gino. Whew. And what's the last one? Oh, the Fabulous Moolah. The fabu- Fabulous Moolah. I cannot wait for that one. So, they are ending. <laughs> On a little, uh, something a, a little note. more fun, yeah. Yeah, horse. I don't. I don't think this is gonna be fun. Well, this not is not tra- the best little whorehouse in Texas. But it's not the tragic murders of these two episodes, and the next episode. The best little whorehouse in Connecticut. No. I think. I think. Uh, you know, as as a feminist, you might not find as comical this oh, kind no. of prostitution. No, not at all. But. I mean, of the series, it has to be the lightest one, right? Right. Uh, I guess five brothers won't be committing yes. suicide in that one, so... <laughs> that's all I'm saying. <laughs> that's true. I guess I guess when you compare it to five brothers oh. committing suicide and a dad pulling a gun on the last one... Does anybody have a positive thing they want to end on? A positive story? Maybe lighten it up here at the end? Anything? Uh, the... Uh, the scene where uh, Kevin's just watching his sons wrestle as he's like leaning up against a tree uh-huh. and they're just like shirtless in shorts grappling each other. Uh-huh. I think Boiler that City. as a gif <laughs> 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 with no context whatsoever, uh-huh. I, I think that needs to be made. Yeah, we could do that. We could pull that. Well, that's a great job, Constable. 
Constable Mike. Thank you. Dick I'm Gillotine. the constable. Okay, yeah. okay, we can have more than one. No, we can't. Mike, one do you not know how constables work? I do, no, I don't. Uh, Actually, <laughs> I do not. Do you? Uh, just the one on Deep Space Nine. Okay. It was the, uh, the changeling mm-hmm. shapeshifter. Odo? Odo, yeah. yeah. Okay, I was sure you hadn't watched uh, Deep Space Nine. Uh, so, but, I mean, he was the only constable on a on a space station. We're in the whole world. This well, beams out. Is, is this... Is this the, the whole, whole world? Yes. But but this, this podcast, studio. I think there's only this. The well, this room only has studio. three people in it, unless the interns slip in, and then there's six. So I guess we only need one constable for six people. If a whole space station only needed one constable, that's true. Yeah. I guess I guess you're correct. Yeah. Constable Cass, mm-hmm. why don't you say good night to the uh, the listeners out in? I don't know if I can internet say land. This show. Yes. I'm still reeling. I'm reeling from that bruiser. The yeah. bruiser one, I think, got me more because of the the nature of the uh, the court system yeah. and the that people just got away with it. The is conspiracy yeah. and uh, the downright malicious intent of everyone involved. Yeah, not great. I, for one, would like to invite any of our listeners. To uh, grab a couple forty fours and come with me up to Alaska. I mean, we'll go to the wilderness and we'll just kind of, yeah. just kind of, you know, fade into the sunset. Mm-hmm. Yes, fade into the sunset. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> Taking it dark. Like, it's not supposed to be dark. <laughs> uh, you know what? In fact, if any of our listeners are thinking about harming themselves, reach out, tell someone, get some help. I like that just, Kevin did the exact opposite of going to Alaska and went to Hawaii. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Where did he want to go? Alaska? Too depressing. Hawaii. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go to the most beautiful place in the world. Yeah. Just drink ripe coconut milk and shit he my brains out. He was just like out. drinking a straight out of a coconut at one point. <laughs> I think that's what people in Hawaii do. I think like, so. It's, it looks fucking amazing. Yeah. Well, and he was kind of like a burnout hippie guy. Yeah. So Yeah. He was definitely a, an old hippie. Yeah. All right, is that it? I guess so. Okay. I feel like I'm just, it's just so depressing yeah. still. It is yeah, very depressing. Positive. In fact, maybe maybe don't drink beer. Maybe just watch wrestling. I don't know. Maybe don't uh, even watch wrestling maybe after Maybe up this. your beer intake. Really yeah. numb those feelings out. Until next week. Uh, but Oh, stay tuned for our next, uh, whatchamacallit, Nuclear Heat Goes to the Movies, where we're seeing a double feature of... Requiem for a Dream and Schindler's List. Ooh, oh, sounds great. Yeah. Sounds so good. Huge upswing. The, the, oh. kid, the kid in the striped pajamas. <laughs> that episode of Futurama with Fry's dog. Oh, no. <laughs> the saddest thing oh, in the Jurassic world that I can think. Yes, Jurassic Park. This is the saddest thing. When I need to pull some tears out, I think, think of that. the dog. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, friends, that's it. Drink beer, watch wrestling. Nuclear, Nuclear Heat Podcast. Heat. Drink feelings away.